Hey, Chris. Hey, Tom. It's Living Room 101. Living Room 101, episode 104. 104, isn't it? And uh, Happy New Year to you. Happy New 2023 to you, Tom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Should we just get straight into it? Well, straight in. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, okay. Do you mind if I go first this year, Tom? Go for it. Yeah. So what I need never to hear again mm. is, um, I'm sure you'll twig on quickly to this, but it's whenever someone says the word assume, yeah. um, do you know what happens next? Someone, mm. it's a bit like must have cake is mm. someone, and sometimes they're being serious and they think you may not have heard it before. Sometimes they're just being facetious, but someone has to say, Never assume it makes an ass of you and me. And I can't hear it again. I don't want to hear it again. It was first time I heard it, I thought, oh, that's very good. That's clever. You know, ass Mm. of you and me. And then now I think I've heard it maybe in my life 121 times. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just don't want to hear it again, you know? When was the first time you heard it? Probably maybe 1999. So it was a kind of um, uh, clever, clever teacher. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was like in my adult. I think it was at university, probably when I first heard it. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I imagine it was one of my witty university friends. <laughs> oh, uh, them fellas. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Tom. Yeah. You know, Matt. Um, yeah. yeah. Neil. Uh, Helen. Neil. Yeah. yeah, you know, one of them. Um, it's very Helen, yeah. that, isn't it? It's very <laughs> yeah, Helen. It's so, so yeah. Helen. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, and, and, and I was really on board with that. I probably said it. I probably said it around that time. Yeah, um, it's all the rage. It's a bit like, gonna... I don't know, you know, being a being a drama student, Yeah. Um, I know you studied your history, uh, mm. but as a drama student, you find, even by the end of university, with sort of... Um, sort of student trips to the theatre and watching student productions, I feel like I'd seen the importance of being earnest about 40 times. <laughs> and then, like, being an actor for a while and having friends, I then saw it maybe over the next 10 years, maybe another five times with sort of friends. Yeah. It. And it's a bit of an imp- importance of being earnest moment. It was like, mm. that was good, and I enjoyed that at the beginning, but I don't mm. need that again. Yeah, you know? I'm the same with... Uh... I'm the same with a couple of Shakespeare plays. I think um, mm. uh, King Lear, maybe one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Othello, yeah. which I did for A-level, which so it yeah. kind of, oh, I've just seen it so many times. Um, Mids- Midsummer which, Night's Dream? Yeah, yeah, that's in there. It's quite a lot <laughs> yeah. in there, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I, um, I can but, see Midsummer Night's Dream one more time in my life. I yeah, I've got yeah. one. I've got one left in me. You've got a credit, haven't you, there? Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I saw um, Henry VIII for the Globe, and that was good because I've never seen that before on stage. Oh, yeah, no, I've you never know. seen that one. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it is time for some kind of newness. Is, is um, Henry VIII that one that um, it's a bit like he maybe wrote sort of fourteen lines of it or something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some, there's some brilliantly. Uh, I suppose you. The word is pat, isn't it? A pat, um, sort of similes and stuff where it's kind mm. of you know. I think. <laughs> My anger is like a storm. You just like go, really? Oh, I don't think I don't <laughs> wow. that was Shakespeare. I don't think that was a, a willy line. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, which is quite it's quite no, but that's quite good, you know what I mean? Because you can kind of it's a different experience of watching it. But um mm. but yeah, <laughs> um so you've 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 heard this quite recently. 
Is it a bit like um, hurting tooth? In that, would you, if no one else says it, you say, oh, someone's got to say it. I'm going to say it myself. Because you're just so expecting of it to happen, and then you do the really bad thing that you know you don't want to do. So when you've got a, when you've got a hurting tooth, and yeah. you can't help pressing it, you can't help pressing it, go, oh, God, oh, that really, really hurts. Yeah. Really, really hurts. No, I can't help pressing it. Why is that? I don't oh, know. Yeah, and then I've got to, I've got to bite down on it. Yeah. I've got to jab at it with my tongue. I've got to jab at it with my finger and I've got yeah. to bite down on it. It's mm. a bit like, did you ever have the train track braces? Uh, no, no. Oh, well, I had those when I was quite mm. old, uh, you know, like late teens mm. and mm. they would tighten them. Mm. And you just knew it was like, you, it made you, all your teeth really sensitive because they were all getting dragged into the right position, you know, mm. Mm. and you couldn't help just do a little, and it would be like, oh, but, you know, <laughs> it's almost, it was a kind of ecstatic pain, I suppose. Yeah. You know, um, what is that? It's just Ooh. unbelievable. I think it's when you know that something will have an, a serious effect, <laughs> you can't help but do it. You know, yeah. it's like, it's a bit like when you, you, I don't know if you did this with your brother, but me and my brother, sometimes you just had to say something really mean because you just knew it would it would hit home, you know, <laughs> really like hit an exposed mm. area. I mean, it's, it's not a, like a good instinct, but you could. No, it was irresistible. It's know? the foothills of sadism, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, masochism when you're doing it to your own teeth, and, and then sadism if you're saying yeah. that awful thing to someone that you know is going <laughs> to yeah. really hurt them. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good, man. It's not Hitting good. them with a really horrid zinger. But one that really hits home, you know. Yeah. Could you hit those braces again? That was that was a good sound. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that actually slightly hurt even in and of itself. But oh, yeah. it's a it's a thing that like it's difficult to describe what it's like because it's like all your teeth are sensitive, so it like yeah. reverberates in your mouth and up into your cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so is and, it like that? I mean, would you would you blurt it out yourself if no one else was saying it? <laughs> um what assume yeah no and, the, and then the phrase you know um would i say it if no one else said it no no i don't think i would i think i'm even beyond that okay um well, yeah because what i would worry is that other people are thinking oh god did you have to say that mm. you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so yeah. some of those situations i remember being in um working at this production company where i don't know it was really sort of um it was quite stressful. It was, it was a stressful environment, and there was a lot of, I don't know, really big egos around. I, yeah. I think I've probably talked about it before, but it was like a lot of big, big egos around. So you were really on your toes all the time, do you know what I mean? And I found myself saying stuff that I just <laughs> – that just because of – I don't know. Have you ever been in that environment? Oh, yeah. I mean, when I was younger, yeah, yeah. I suppose it was like – it would happen more often. Where mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the culture. Of, the culture the, of it was so strong yeah. that you kind of couldn't – Oh, you couldn't stop yourself saying stuff that this voice in your head was going, Why are you saying that? You know, <laughs> yeah. you, you, oh, you're just like yeah. them. You're just like them. Why are you saying that? <laughs> you're being you know, an absolute ding dong. You're being a ding dong there. <laughs> yeah. and, um, but I couldn't help myself from saying it. You oh, know, totally, those things. Totally. Um, I have um, got, um, you know, I've got friends with U- 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 Banter, and it, I, I imagine that's what it was like with your big egos, was it? Where you sort of you think, in the wrong environment, I could find myself really being a bully here. <laughs> because you know, like the banter is so strong yeah. that um, I'm getting carried away. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know with this with with the phrase, it makes yeah. it 
ass out of you and me. I mean, who yeah. came up with that originally, you know? <laughs> um, was it Victoria Corin Mitchell? It could have been. It could have been. I suspect she's even a bit too young. I think no, it's someone who was like doodling on the train, you know, and mm. they'd written, they were doing a work call. And they said on the mm. phone call to their bosses, they, they were just writing down, they're writing Deborah to mm. Leeds. And then, and then they said to themselves, I assume Paul will be in the meeting, but I'm not sure I'll check with that. And they'd written mm. assume Paul. And then they got off the work call and they were going through mm. that bit. You know that bit in the northwest of England where it goes a bit like mm. boring Stafford. Spanky, you mean Stafford? Maybe Stafford, mm. Preston, mm. Lancaster. And it's all quite close together. And they can really concentrate on the. No, on that's their further magazine. up. That's all further up. That's you on the way to Glasgow, that. Yeah, it? it is. Yeah, mm. and they couldn't. They couldn't concentrate because it's quite quick stops one after the other, and so they were just yeah. looking at the bit of paper and they, they they saw assume Paul in meeting, and then they thought oh, that's funny. That's got the word ass in it. When you think mm. when you look at that ass, and it's like you me, and they thought, hang on, that's funny. Ass you me and they thought, hang on, that's a funny joke. Makes an mm. ass out of you and me. Um, mm. I'm pretty certain it was between Preston and um, Warrington Bank Key that that happened in yeah. about 1981. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, that person, that person sort of tried it out at work the next day, and, yeah. and the boss kind of went, "Yeah, that's clever. That that's clever." Yeah. That. Uh, do you know what the boss said? The boss said, "Is that yours?" Mm. Uh, you know, and and they've said, yeah, it is actually. And the boss mm. thought, no, it, no, it isn't. I'm going to use that at a mm. dinner party. Yeah. Now, this was all in the sort of Leeds area in the early 80s. And yeah. I reckon it took, so I was at Manchester University, and I reckon it took, I reckon it hit Manchester in the late 80s. No, it took about six I, years. Yeah. yeah. By the time <laughs> I was there in the late 90s, yeah. I think it was quite rife in Manchester. It was sort of all over the place. You know? It was, yeah. Um, yeah. It was bad so, times, wasn't it? Because it was just, yeah. it was rampant. It was rampant, really. That It was. The phrase had, had got yeah. out and kind of gone, gone a bit wild. Yeah, and in the yeah. student areas, Fallowfield, you know, it, mm. was, it was huge. Mm. It was and really it was the students really that right. sort of spread it around, wasn't it? Because they were sort of more yeah. at the, va- the vanguard of... Yeah, yeah, and, and they were all... Drama you know, students, yeah, all saying it to one another, yeah. giving it to one another. You know what? You know what they're like. Drama yeah. students, they're all you exactly. know, saying, making ass out of you and me to one another every night, aren't they? Down the student union, exactly. So it really spreads like wildfire. Mm. Um, and now I think, I mean, I can, I've only ever heard it in the UK, but I, I'm mm. surprised if it's in other, you know, English language, English mm. language countries. And to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if occasionally. Mm. Um, non-English speakers say it when mm. they're speaking English, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, maybe there should be some international concerted effort to to kind yeah. of try and curtail the spread of it, maybe. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Is well, that what we're thinking? Well, maybe. I mean, I think if you put it in, I, that may be enough. But I don't know. Maybe, mm. maybe we should mm. reach out to um, other comedy podcasts. You know. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe we should. I mean. Yeah. What can we do? Can we? you know, get people to wear masks or something, and then they would kind of... Never, and then, you know, that that's not going to spread anyway, well, is it? Well, I think maybe, you know, obviously people can't be wearing masks all the time, but I think no. if there are symptoms, like someone, true, if, true. you know, they hear the word assume, yeah. and they feel a yeah. quickening of the, the breath, yeah. you know, breath getting a bit shallow, heartbeat, up a mm-hmm. few knots, you know, yeah, yeah. a few beats per minute. 
um, mm. then, yeah. you know, before it gets out really as yeah. early as possible, mm. they should either stay at home, yeah. go home, go yeah, home, isolate, 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 yeah. uh, or quickly put a mask on because although they may not be able to stop themselves saying it, at yeah. least it will be muffled. And yes, there's less exactly. of a chance of anyone else. Maybe less dosage. Less dosage. Getting yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Probably do need a concerted international effort. I don't think with this kind mm. of thing. I mean, you know, I assume yeah. it's only in the English speaking world. You know, I mean, mm. I imagine there are translated equivalents. Mm. Um or just equivalents, <laughs> but you know, I'd let that's mm-hmm. in some way been translated. But I think this is an English speaking. I, I, I have a feeling we should be reaching out to the David Hughes podcast that he hasn't done oh, yeah. for about two years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we should be reaching out to um, some of the ones in America yeah. that I can definitely think of. Yeah. Um, maybe Oh Wow <laughs> Ghosts that they haven't done for well over a year. Yeah, uh, maybe well, that yeah, one is... with James, James Acaster and Ed Gamble doing the menu one. Yeah, yeah, which um, they have done quite recently. Which um, they do quite regularly. Yeah, is the reason that David Hughes hasn't done his or the Oh Wow Ghosts that we haven't seen for mm. a while mm. because they're too scared they might accidentally say it? Um, have they sort <laughs> of, um, <laughs> you know, well, isolated David, themselves? Hughesy does his on his own. So mm. I hope he wouldn't say it to himself. I can't. I mean, there's no guarantee. Mm. Um, Nick sure. and Brian, who do Oh Wow Ghosts, Brian's American, and as we say, we don't know if this is um, mm. a, an American problem. Maybe Brian could um, reach out. I don't know why yeah. I've said that twice now in this in this podcast, but maybe he could let us know. Yeah, maybe um, could. You know, mm. Brian has solved American mysteries before for Living Room 101. Like when I uh, was worried that Taylor Swift saying we could keep the Christmas lights up till January was oh, yeah. stupid and wrong. He said, no, a lot of Americans take down their Christmas trees on Boxing Day. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which, frankly, I'm, I'm still reeling from. Yeah. Uh, because this is the 5th of January that we're recording this, and Brits yeah. are only doing it now, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They have, are you done, have you taken down yours? Um, it's sitting in front of me yeah. on the, on the floor, ready to be, uh, put outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's a very small one this year. Very small. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. and, um, we've only got a small front room, a um, but it's a tiddler, but the boxes that it sits on is the boxes that I put my computer on to record the podcast. So uh, I had to sort of, um, curtail, but most of the, yeah, most of the decorations have come down. Um, as we're on about Christmas, um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pitch this here, um, just as a bit of a, a side issue. Okay. It should go on longer, Christmas. Do you mean the day or the festive period? The festive period. So it's absolutely absurd, yeah, that you've got all of this build-up for pretty much like a month and a half before yeah. Christmas starts, and then it's one day, and then Boxing Day. It's sales, you know, it's the sales. You can't hear any Christmas music, which is a massive factor for me. Like, it's just suddenly no Christmas music on the radio. Right. Yeah. Suddenly it stops. And then, and so the whole atmosphere, the whole atmosphere, which is generated often by all of that, um, all of that music is, is gone. And you, and then you're supposed to be kind of, oh, well, Boxing Day, you know, it's kind of, you're supposed to be still feeling festive, um, on Boxing Day, but you can't really, because you're not hearing, all you're hearing about is sofas. And um, you know what's happening at Arcos, yeah. um, and like, <laughs> yeah. and then 
and then it, you know, it just it's like falling off a cliff, basically. Kind of, well, it's like falling off a cliff. And what should actually happen is that we should stay true to the whole spirit of it that it's twelve days. It's twelve days of Christmas till the fifth of January. That's when we stop feeling festive on the fifth. Yeah. And then none of this crap on like the 28th where you're going past a window and you're seeing the, the Christmas lights and you're going, oh, I'm not allowed to feel festive because it's already, it's already gone. It's happened. <laughs> you know, um, and the day, the day itself, yeah. it's always a massive anticlimax. Yeah. You've got all of that nostalgia running up to Christmas where you think, oh, Christmas mm. has passed. And, you know, mm. what was I doing when I was a kid? And, you know, it's yeah, all nice, yeah. nice feeling. And then you're falling off this cliff and you're going past yeah. the window going, oh, no, I'm not allowed to feel festive. Oh, why, have, why have we got the tree up now? Because it just feels like, you know, the party's over. And it wow. just feels all redundant. Okay. I mean, a few things here. The first one is, I noticed you took a swipe in that in that little diatribe at Argos. Uh, <laughs> didn't you? Now, I happen to know that you actually picked up a few items in Argos between Christmas and New Year. I so, did. a little bit of hypocrisy there. No, well, not really, because I didn't feel festive when I was doing the picking up. <laughs> But you, you, know, were pleased, you were pleased to pick up those bargains, though. I was you? very pleased that Argos, yeah. you know, did its job. It was brilliant. You were. But I was, um, in sales, I was in sales mode, and I was like, you know, I'd rather have been in, like, you know, in Argos going, oh, I'm, feeling, I'm still feeling Christmas. I can go home and have a mince pie. I can't have a mince pie. Oh, I see what you mean. I'm yeah, not allowed a mince pie after the, you know, maybe maybe yeah. on the 26th. I'm not allowed a mince pie after the 26th. Why not? Yeah. Have a mince well, pie. No. It's like, it's like, oh. You know, if I have a mince pie on the 27th, 28th, I'm just, I'm totally, I'm just clearing yeah. up leftovers. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, and I'm you're feeling there's a, bit no, of a fool. But that first mince pie you have before Christmas or the one on Christmas Day, you're like going, oh, this is great. This is like, you know, yeah, bringing yeah, yeah. back, it's Proust Madeleine. It's like bringing back the whole <laughs> sense of the nostalgia from Christmas's past and, oh, yeah. But what? And then 27th, nothing. Just, yeah. you know, just. I've said that. You know, I said that to my parents this right Christmas. Them. I had a mince pie, and I said, to, I said to my dad, I said, oh, it's like Proust's Madeleine, this. What did your dad say? Um, no, he didn't say anything, because I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that to my dad. I don't think it would go down well. So you um, didn't say that to your dad? I didn't say it. I didn't say it, but I wish I had. I might try it next Christmas. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I mean, okay, there's a few points to be made here. Can I just check first off? Look, yeah. And I don't think this is the case, but I think for on behalf of the listener and myself, we've got to ask, is it just that you're angling after 12 days of presents? No way. No, presents, no. I knew it no, wasn't. As you, get, as you get older, presents, you know, <laughs> that whole thing just go dissipates. It's about, it's yeah. about the giving of the presents, isn't it? It's about the giving and seeing, you know, have I raised, yeah. a, raised a smile in someone else, I think, yeah, yeah. these days. I, I mean, when you're a kid, it's like all about the presents. But, something, but, um, something I realised, and it's a real mm. signifier of getting older, Mm. is is when socks at christmas is mm. genuinely a good present i got, I got <laughs> yeah. two yeah. lots of socks yeah this year, me too and both times i was like yeah yeah <laughs> excellent good yeah nice, well, I, got, good. I got boxes as well and i was like oh yeah. yes we're yeah. cooking on gas now yeah genuinely <laughs> pleased genuinely pleased i was yeah. too yeah 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 uh, <laughs> the, other, the other thing that happened to me, signifier of getting old, yeah, yeah, um, which actually was a sort of well, it's to do with getting old, anyway. And it was a really positive thing, right? Um, so I'm getting in. Uh, I'm, this year is a significant birthday for me, yeah. This year, so Ooh, it's been the weighing big, the big three five. Yeah, exactly, big three <laughs> five. Yeah, 
and um, it's yeah. been weighing on me a bit. It's been weighing on me a little bit. Um, just yeah. thinking, what's going to happen yeah. now? Well, they know, do, don't they? They do those birthdays. Yeah, they do. They do do that thing. Yeah. And then you know what's got you know what's taken me out of it. Yeah, go on. Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I can believe it, but I don't really know why. Perhaps you could explain. I had a revelation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Revelation of Mother's Christmas Carol, yeah? Michael Caine, right? Yeah. Did you see it over Christmas? Did you watch it? I, no, no, I haven't seen it for a few years. <laughs> okay. Well, when you have kids, you have to watch it. But um, basically, <laughs> okay. I love it. It's brilliant. It's it's such a great film. Oh, yeah. I love it. And Michael, I love it. Michael, I think it's one of Michael Caine's best roles, yeah? yeah. And um, But I was watching Caine in that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was genuinely yeah. moving. And I was watching Caine in that, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's so great in that. He's so yeah. great, Kane, in Muppet Christmas yeah. Carol. And you just go in, yeah. this man, this man is top of his game in this film. He's and doing his he, best work. It's his best work. And I was looking at him and I just said, what a noble chap this man is. You know? Yeah. And I just thought, yeah. I don't know, there was this kind of nobility, a kind of almost like a glow around Kane, you know? Yeah. Just yeah, thinking yeah. this this man is top of his game. And anyway. And I was just, I was really admiring of, of, of the performance so, of, of him as a man and the role. So I went on Google, yeah, 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 yeah and yeah, I yeah. Googled his age, you know, mm. and I went, how old was Kane when he did this? 59, yeah, yeah. 59 he was. Oh, he's got yeah. ages, you've got ages till then. And I just thought, if he, if Kane can turn in someone like that at 59 slash 60, um, yeah. then we're all right, you know. Yeah, we're all right. Things are going to be okay. Yeah. If that's if that's <laughs> happened, you know, if Kane's if Kane's yeah. doing that in Muppet Christmas Carol at that age, yeah. then you know, all yeah. is gravy. All is gravy. Oh, all is so gravy. All is so, so basically, gravy. What I'm saying is Muppet Christmas Carol saved my life. Save oh, saved your life again. Saves saved the day life. again. Um just before we go back to yours, so sorry to have parachuted in on this. No, no, no. Is this can we get this in? Is this gonna be a side one? <laughs> we can, uh... um, well, uh, let me just a few cases against. I think I don't think that you're completely counting your blessings here because I think what is going to stop me allowing this to go in, and I'm sorry mm-hmm. about that, but is that you're forgetting there's a safety net of New Year. So if, oh, was, yeah. it, it, no, if Christmas true. was on yeah. the 7th of December, I would yeah. totally agree. But because New Year gives you... Yeah, you know, the the betwixtmas, you know, yeah, the meridian, yeah. whatever. You've got that like week of doing now, eating too much, you know, mm. watching up at Christmas Carol, mm. um, okay. Michael Caine saving your life, and then you've got that festive thing again that happens exactly a week later, which is mm. quite nice. Mm. Then by then you're a bit sick of it, and so I find by about the second third, I'm I'm ready to move on. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, so I actually think the festive period carries on. I take what you're saying about the sales and the music and the mince pies. I mean, yeah. I've pretty much had enough of the music by then. But but the mince pies, yeah, I do I do see what you're saying. It is a bit abrupt. Um, yeah. Well, you say you say that about the music, but okay. What about you know? Why does the music have to stop if we're still in the kind of 12 days of Christmas, if we're still in a festive period? And I I love the way you describe the New Year's safety net because that's exactly what it is. Mm. We've fallen off the trapeze of Christmas and we've landed yeah. in the lovely uh, safety net of um, New Year's Eve yeah. um, and New Year's Day. 
But I would just, all I want is just a few more, you know, days of being able to hear Chris Rea, of being able to hear mm-hmm. Wow. You know, don't just cut it off the music straight away. That that's those songs are bringing. You know, they're bringing back Christmas, Ghosts of Christmas Past, mm. uh, and I, I like that. And I just hate the way you just don't hear them anymore. What like, about the traditional carols? Are you still wanting to hear those on the twenty seventh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Carols. Okay. We're in Christmas. We're in the twelve days. Yeah, no, I can see that. Well, well what about right? I'm, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to put this in, but maybe something to think about. Maybe just culturally is. If we maybe didn't play them until December, and then what if we just played those songs for the whole of December instead of hearing them in shops from the 1st of November? You know, if they started on the 1st of December, then I still think there would be some juice in the tank to hear them for the whole of December. Yeah, I go for that. So when you go in on the 28th and you go into Morrison's and they're playing, it's Christmas, you know, and then you'd be like, yeah, it it kind of is Christmas, you know. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, God, you're not still playing this. Yeah. Um, No, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's maybe one to email to our MPs, you know, see Mm. if we can get something going. Has anything gone in there? No. No. All right. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we what? could contact Chris Rea. Yeah, maybe we could contact Chris Rea, and 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 he hasn't he hasn't died, has he? No, no, no. Chris Rea still still alive. Mm-hmm. I'm fairly confident. He is. So maybe he could. Um, if we keep these songs going, maybe he could pen us a new version of like driving back. Ho- driving you know, back driving, after Christmas. Driving back after Christmas. Yeah, and then that would sort of top and tail after- it. Christmas. Yeah, that would be good. And then it starts on the 26th, 27th, you know. Or maybe, maybe, I'm driving back after New Year. Yeah. (laughs) It's the the second or third, and I'm going back to work, but it's okay, I've had a good break. Yeah. I don't think that that was quite the melody, was it? I look look at the driver next to me. He's rested in the same way. (laughs) He looks fine. <laughs> he I'm looks looking fine. at the driver next to me. It's yeah. a student with quite a lot of clean washing <laughs> in the back. I look yeah. at the driver next to me. He's got some boxes in his boot. <laughs> and what <laughs> looks like <laughs> what looks like a new food processor on the yeah. seat. I'm driving back after New Year. Can't wait to see my colleague's face. (laughs) (laughs) Driving back from New Year, yeah. (laughs) Ready for the New Year. He's ready for getting back to work. (laughs) He's probably had enough of his family now. He loves them. It's like what we were saying, wasn't it? When you go back and you sort of, you kind of little spring in your step about oh because I've been away, you know. Yeah, and I can't really fit that in a Chris Rea line, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I look the driver next to me. He's got a new pot plant, <laughs> <laughs> slightly overwatered. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you reckon Chris Rea is ever driving home for Christmas, and he just thinks to himself, <laughs> "Oh look, look what I'm doing," and then he and then he probably puts it on. I think I've actually still got a CD player in his car as Chris. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, he did did that. That's what he was doing. That's what 
it was about, wasn't it? Um, mm. So it definitely derives from his own experience of driving on the A1. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back home but, to Middlesbrough. Yeah. yeah. Well, me, me and my brother, like, cause that's my neck of the woods. So me and my brother used to drive up together, actually, back in the day. And uh, we'd always bang it on. It would be brilliant. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. See, now, me singing that, I feel like a complete idiot. Because I can't, oh. you can't sing it. You can't sing it outside the, the, the allotted period, you know. <laughs> well, no, but you can sing the new version. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I'm driving back from New Year. Can't wait to see my colleagues' faces. I got red lights all around. <laughs> I feel well-rested and healthy. Yes. A little fat. Yeah, I'm just slightly bigger. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Well, uh, you know, people like Chris Rear. This this happens quite a lot. I'm thinking David Gray. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe I'm thinking Jimmy Nail. No, not quite the same. Okay. But why do these people that are clearly talented songwriters? Mm-hmm. Why are they just around for about five years? Um. <laughs> I mean, probably in their heads, they, they're, they're not. They're probably around for a lot longer. I'm sure they're still playing concerts yeah. and stuff. Maybe they're still writing music. But in the kind of collective consciousness. So obviously you've got your your Bob Dylans, you know, your Rolling Stones. Yeah. These people are obviously just around that that whole time. But for mm. me, there's like people like Chris Rea. Yeah. You, know, like you couldn't move for Chris Rea early 90s. You know, like okay. he's obviously a talented songwriter. David Gray, late 90s. Real yeah. bangers, real hits everywhere. Film soundtracks. Well, people just got a, a bit tired of his shaky head, um, didn't they, with David Gray? Because he was yeah. like, yeah. that shaky head thing got well out of control. Yeah, that's fair. You know who I saw on, who was a bit in this category, um, yeah. was um, The Magic Numbers. Interesting. Yeah, God, they're very much in that category. So what? So when did you see them? I saw them at a festival uh, just late summer, but in the music and, you know, way down the lineup, you know, way down. And, yeah, and they yeah. came on. They're great. So yeah. why have yeah. you disappeared? Yeah. Who decides, you know? Yeah. I was just <laughs> going to say, I love that Jimmy Nail nearly got into that bracket. I know. I know. Yeah. I, know. I was thinking of mu- music people that yeah. had a real moment, but then I forgot that Jimmy Nail's not really a... Yeah, so like Chris Rea. You know that thing now that you can just look up any song. So you know you can be driving yeah. along with someone else in the car. You, you just suddenly think, "Oh, put on," you know, "Hole in the Head" by the Sugar Babes. Yeah, you know, and then you're, you're, you're straight back in to your Sugar Babes era. Yeah. Um, how many people a year do you reckon go? Oh, you know what I'd like to hear some Jimmy <laughs> Nail. <laughs> pop yeah. on, pop on crocodile think, shoes. I don't think many. I think it's probably in the tens. It I don't think it's got, in the tens. I don't mean it's got into the hundreds. I think it's got into the. It's it's in the tens. But I mean, I'm yeah. not throwing shade. I feel like this year, 2023, mm-hmm. I, I could be one of the one of the tens. Yeah. Did you like? It says it. Jimmy then is <laughs> crocodile, crocodile shoes. Crocodile I, shoes. I, I wasn't a massive fan. But Why are you replaying? Because. That is Nos- really a song of an era for me. I mean, Crocodile oh, Shoes. Yeah. Croc- I mean, that is 1992 for me. You know? Yep. Follow-up to that was uh, Ain't No Doubt, wasn't it? Ain't No Doubt, it's plain to see. 
A woman oh. like that's no good for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So for me, that one, I mean, this is funny you should mention it because it's so associated with me who's working night shift in a frozen food factory. And, <laughs> and, yeah. and they used to play that on con- almost a continuous loop while we are in the really? factory cleaning what? meat off machines. Jimmy's, Jimmy's whole album or just that one track? No, Ain't No Doubt was a hit when I was working in that. Wow. And that was, so that would have been summer... 90... <laughs> Summer 92, I think. Yeah, 92. I knew it was 92. I can feel it. it. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Ain't yeah. no doubt it's plain to see. Woman like that's no good for me. And I was like, yeah. in the frozen, in the fact, in the meat factory with my high powered lance. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I was spraying it into a dolly. You call them dollies, these big metal things on wheels that carry meat around. Ooh. And I was spraying it in there, and the meat was. Firing back in my face. Wow. Wow. Great times. Great times. Great times. Um, So listen, listen, Tom. Go on. Um, Are you putting people saying, never assume it makes an ass out of you and me into Living Room 101? I am, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because, Because basically, once you've heard that, it's completely redundant every other time you hear it. Yeah. And I'm being very selfish because I'm depriving people coming after me who, who yeah. have never heard it. I'm depri- yeah. depriving them of that. You know, I'm depriving them of the phrase. But I'm also generating an opportunity for them to discover it themselves That's for true. that first time. Um, but basically, any other time I hear that after me hearing it for the first time is completely redundant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks so much. I feel I feel a lot better. I, I, I can't hear it again, and I won't have to now. I yeah, really yeah. appreciate that. Um, so, so what have you got for me? Well, I feel like I've stood on yours a little bit there. No, 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 I'm by, happy. Via my own, uh, which which didn't really get in, did it? No, not really. But there was a recommendation to the authorities, though. Yeah, 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 yeah there was, there was, yeah. there was. Well, it's not a completely negative reaction to that one, no. but um, but I will have to be relatively brief with this, I think, because we've we've gone around the houses there a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, go on, hit, hit me up with a quick one. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what I've got for you, Chris, is the high pockets on a coat. Yeah. Well, the one up the kind of breast pocket. Well, the two, the sort of side pockets, you know, like on a parka or a yeah. similar kind of coat, where you've got sort of they're on both sides, and they're sort of two pockets. Um, that sit quite high, yeah, on there, and um, it's put. It's people who put their hands in those pockets, but yeah. then keep them, but then keep them there, yeah. like they're doing, like they're doing a rabbit impression, yeah, or something. <laughs> they, look like a, they look very rabbity, yeah. Um, and I saw this the other day. Uh, just a guy was walking towards it, and he had his hands in those pockets up there. I thought, <laughs> yeah. why, why are your hands yeah. up there? You know, yeah. why are your hands up there? And, and that sort of that stance, I think, mm-hmm. is. The other place you see it is for policemen. So they've got yeah. their hands in there, tucked in there behind yeah. their, their stab vest. Yeah, that's a tuck-in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a tuck-in. And, and they've got them in there probably because, you know, it's a bit chilly on the beat. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they've then got their hands ready to sort of, you know. Yeah, they don't want it. They can't put their hands in their pockets because that looks no. far too casual for a police yeah, so the, person. So they've got yeah. their hands resting in there. And I said, fair enough, you know, you've got your hands yeah. in there, fair enough. But then you see it on, on the layperson. Yeah. And you kind of go in, why have you got your hands up there? Yeah. You try yeah. to, you know, and I've done it myself where I've gone in there for something thinking, all oh, right, you know, maybe 
my cash cards in there or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, inadvertently, I've sort of left my hands in there, <laughs> you know, and I've, and then I've caught myself doing it going, what, why are my hands up there? Yeah. What am I doing up there? Or, or somebody's looked at me askance and I've gone, oh, I've suddenly become aware that my hands are like way up here. Yeah. Like, you know, way up and, near my throat. And I'm like, yeah. going, oh, what am I doing up there? But then people are kind of doing it willy-nilly as if that's the place that the hands should be. I know. Isn't that ridiculous? Do you think, do you, and you're pretty sure they're not just doing an impression of a T-Rex or something? No, they're not. No, they're no. not. There's, there's no sort of like emission of dinosaur sounds. Right. Uh, or, there's no know, dinosaur walk. There's no dinosaur walk. Yeah. You know, the kind of like tiptoey walk that a T-Rex does. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the sort of the extended neck and the kind of really kind of wide mouth yeah. like that. And the tongue hasn't come out. The tongue hasn't come out like that. Yeah. Like that. So and, um, I mean, very, very small chance, I suppose, that it's the very, very beginning of a T-Rex impression. Yeah, but then you sort of, you tail them and you realise, you know, no, they're in there. They're in there for the duration. Yeah. There was a thing that happened at my school where we had our blazers uh, had small sidey pockets and they were quite high. They're not quite yeah. T-Rex high, but no. they were certainly too high to put your hands in. Your, your hands would always go in your trouser pockets. Yeah. And then... Um, a, a lad came to our school and he was about sort of 13 and he was a little bit famous because he was a bit of a naughty boy no from way. one of the other schools kind of nearby. Right. Um, so he had a bit of a reputation. He did actually end up getting expelled from our school as well. But when he came, he started putting his hands in those pockets no and way. he became even more famous because of putting his hands in those pockets. And it was a very particular stance yeah. And it was it is it was just a slightly lower version of what you're talking about. But I know mm. if you were at my school, you'd have been you'd have it would have had this effect. It was the same thing, and it's mm. it's burned into my brain that that stance. Uh, yeah. And as soon as you said putting your hands in those high pockets, I thought, mm, Michael Franks. Michael Franks is what yeah. flashed up yeah. in your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, um, so do you think that, like, on the whole, people that have got their hands in the high pocket? Do you mm. think they know what they look like? Like, do you think it's a sort of almost, I don't know, I'm thinking almost a kind of Liam Gallagher sort of swagger thing to have you. I feel like Liam Gallagher might do it. Like, hands up there. So it gives you a certain, like, slightly odd, cocky stance. <laughs> or do you think it's just, they don't know what, like, they don't understand how odd that looks. They haven't, they haven't yeah. spotted themselves in the... Well, I think, I think it could be both. I think it could be both. I right. think in cer certain cases, it's, uh, they're given up. They don't care. You know, they're, they're, they've got yeah. their hands up there and, you know, it's part of a general um, malaise of eccentricity that they've fallen into yeah. and, you know, they're semi-retired and they're just, they've just given up. You know, they yeah, just think, yeah, oh, yeah. I, you know, I've got my hands up here and nobody's going to be calling me out on it. Uh, yeah. I don't care. And, you know, that's they're just resting up, up in this ridiculously high position. Yeah. I think possibly there's, you know, other people who are kind of being a bit provo provocative with it. Yeah. Um, a bit Gallagher-esque. And, uh, yeah, I've got my hands up here. What's, what, you know, what, what, what's wrong with that? Yeah. You know. It makes me feel a bit special. It makes me feel it makes a bit makes me feel more. special, doesn't it? And why have you got a problem yeah. with it? Yeah. Why have yeah. you got a problem? Yeah. Exactly. Like just... In the early 80s, they might have been a punk. Now, they don't yeah. really have the energy for that. But mm. they can do something a little bit controversial, a little bit weird, yeah. and it gives them a little buzz, you know. And so one of those hands might come out and just go, why are you you there? And they're pointing like that, and they're going, why are you there taking exception of where my hands are? And then it slips yeah. back in there, you know. Yeah, what you're you looking to... at. What you're looking at, student. What you're looking at, you, yeah. student. Yeah, yeah. what you're looking at, student. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Then, <laughs> I can see that. And then you have to walk on and sort of with your head down and just hope that it doesn't escalate. What do you think? Like, what are those pockets for? I, I wonder if they're for change. Oh, I don't know what they're for. <laughs> I don't know what they're for. You, you remember that little pocket on your jeans, the little one, the little <laughs> yeah. square one in your jeans pocket? Yeah. Right, I'm gonna, I, this is a genuine question. Was that really for condoms? <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Where did it, the usage come from for condoms? Because <laughs> did, did where jeans came from, from like the Wild West, where yeah. the cowboys, you know, often just about to have sex or something, you know what yeah, I mean? Or, yeah, I mean, know, maybe they were. Maybe they were? Yeah. Maybe they were? You know? um, <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the person I saw, you know, it wasn't a T-Rex impression. It wasn't a rabbit impression. He didn't have his top lip curled to do the rabbit no. teeth. He hadn't, like, he hadn't, dried out the top teeth. He hadn't dried out his gums. He hadn't no, dried out no, his no. gums, and that top lip was definitely yeah. not curled up. Um, no, no. You know, about to do a rabbit impression. So I just, you know, I just think, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> um, so what what would you kind of like to get rid of would you like to get rid of those pockets you don't think they've got any kind of uses maybe for some um, condom or well, some no, I'm not against the pockets as such I think you know I could keep a few stones in there myself for, yeah, you know yeah. teddy stones or yeah. sandstones in there and shells um, and so yeah. I don't want to get rid of those because you know the, why would it be would, would the peeps fit in there hmm I don't want the I don't want to besmirch the peeps. <laughs> but, um, would the, but would the peeps fit in there? Yeah, probably would yeah, fit in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, um I mean the peeps if the peeps was up there, <laughs> then if I ever if I was ever sort of um in a war zone or something like that, yeah, then the peeps could stop a bullet there, couldn't it? Save my life. Yeah, it could, it could, it could. Yeah. And it could go in a, some sort of museum. Or at least Teddy and Stan could put it in a sort of glass case in the kitchen or something. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um So what do you think? So you, I'm not sort of entirely sure what you're asking me to put in. The, the, I'm asking, the gesture, the stance. Yeah. yeah, I'm asking people who are resting their hands in those top <laughs> pockets there. I want that to go into living room one or one. What if? What if they don't have any other pockets? And it's well, what's happened to the what's happened to the low pockets? Yeah, the pockets in the trousers. It's just not ever a situation where they would be the only pockets available. Would no, it? I mean that's the, that's um, your last resort pockets. Yeah. I have to tell you, I can't think of a good reason not to put that in. <laughs> and I think it's an odious look. I really odious, think, you yeah. know, we've been, we've been having a laugh here, you know, making light of it. But I don't think anyone who's got their hands in those pockets has got good intentions. <laughs> well, that's the point, isn't it, really? Uh, I, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't think you're, you know, having a bit of a trip. It's quite, mm. isn't it quite cold at the moment, icy, a little slip. I don't think anyone... Walking mm. past with their hands in those pockets is going to stop and ask if you're all right. Do you know no. what I think they're doing? What? Straight past. Yeah, walking straight on. Straight past, straight into the supermarket. Not yeah. interested. Not so, interested in any predicaments. <laughs> no. So I am going to put that in. Yes. Yeah. I don't see. And, and it, you know, when Michael Franks did it, it wasn't right then. No. And he did end up getting expelled for a somewhat violent incident really um and i don't think and did come from another school and probably under a cloud he did was under a cloud he, yeah. yeah thanks for that chris oh well it's a yeah. positive start to two, yeah. 2023 it's a positive it start it is no mention of buses no alan bennett in this one though no it, bennett is, no buses something no, that the... we should be worried about or... um I'm, I'm feeling all right about it you know i'm, yeah, I'm feeling yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I haven't made it a resolution not to go to Bennett, not to go to the buses. You know, I'm fine with that. How about you? You made any New Year's res? Um, I have made the New Year's resolution to not eat quite as many crisps. I see, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I'd be a fool to think I'm cutting out crisps. Who would do that? I'm not mad. Foolish. But, Foolish. But um, I do think the crisps, again, maybe a bit pre-Christmas, just got a little bit out of control. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. What What about you? Um, well, crisps, for me, I'll probably keep it at the same level of just ridiculous overconsumption. Yeah. So I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. I'm probably happy at that That's level. Fine. You've accepted yeah. that. I'm, I'm just, yeah, I've got to yeah, resign yeah. myself to it at this at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else? Um, well, I mean, one of the you know Muppet Christmas Carol obviously put me into a different zone. Yeah. About worrying about getting old. So yeah, um, yeah. you know that's yeah. good. That's yeah. a good thing. Almost a resolution. Okay. Well, I assume then, Chris, that's the end of the pod. Yeah, I assume it's the end of the pod as well. Yeah. Yeah. How about we make a New Year's resolution not to call it a pod and call it a podcast? A podcast, yeah. It's yeah. a little bit smug, isn't it? <laughs> it is a little bit. But yeah. it's like Adam Buxton calls his listeners podcasts, and I find it funny every time he says it. So, <laughs> but then again, you know, that's that's a different thing. I do, yeah. think, I do think pod is probably a no. Yeah. Yeah, it could yeah. be a no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris, um, that's it. And I'm going to say... Happy New Year, everyone, and bye-bye. And I'm going to say, Happy New Year, Tom, everyone, goodbye. (laughs) 